Alright, I'm also going to turn up my volume. It sounds like it's a little bit low. So welcome everybody. Um, it is uh, such a joy to be back here for another month in our series this year for the Archangel Michael um, transmission, the global transmission and light activation. So uh, there's going to be several people still continuing to log in while I do a, a, a brief introduction and start talking about what our questions to ask Archangel Michael are, but again, I want to welcome everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming and participating. Greatly appreciate it, um, Reverend Anna Jones, and you can read more about me, including uh, watching a video uh, interview that's a, just a, a short video interview that was done uh, for the Shift Network uh, on the front of my website, which is where you all registered for this event. So if you go to AnnaJonesOnline.com and uh, on the homepage is the video if you want to learn more about me there. Then there's the bio page uh, where you can read, read a little bit more about me and just look through the website, right? There's so much on there um, about who I am and what my, what my history are, what my offerings are right now from private sessions to um, the Mystical France Retreat uh, associated with uh, Archangel Michael, which I'm going to make a brief, brief announcement about. That's also uh, linked up there. Um, all of the things for the podcast. Uh, so these messages, the, the recordings that we've been receiving, have all been podcast for everybody. So um, that's another thing that you can go onto the website at AnnaJonesOnline.com. That's the website again. So um, And Anna's got one N, right? A-N-A. -A. So you can go onto that and you can also listen to to all of the recordings from the series thus far. Let's say you may be just now starting to participate for the first time this year. Um, you can just participate in one. That's fine. There's absolutely no obligation to continue on. Um, but you are also welcome to participate in them all because if you register for this one tonight, that means you're registered for all of the rest that are in this series. We still have, after tonight, we'll have June, July, August, and September. So we'll have June, July, August. August, September, four more messages in this series so far for 2023. It's a, it's a equinox to equinox uh, series. So from spring equinox to, to fall equinox on the 20th of every month um, is when these messages are and these global transmissions take place. And that is... Um, something that, uh, you know, I was just guided to do uh, each year for the last, uh, I think, three years. They've been, it's been a series, maybe maybe four now, but I think it's been three years that there's been a, a, an annual series of them. So, um, and each one does get recorded, is up on the Celestial Voice podcast. You can also um, go to iTunes and subscribe on iTunes to Celestial Voice podcast. So if you go into iTunes and use iTunes search engine, you can also look for it there and subscribe for it subscribe to it there because um, that way you'll even get it faster because it'll um, it'll up, update to your to your iTunes podcast um, faster than I'll have a chance to uh, email out to everybody but it still takes about you know these days because of how busy I've been you know three to five to seven business days before I can process the recording my my assistant Jeff my web assistant Jeff processes the recording gets them up on the podcast, um, etc. So there's lots of things. There's several steps that has to be, uh, to, to be, to go through 
that I have to take, that he has to take, etc., to get it to that point. So, um, but you'll all be emailed once the recordings are ready. And if you haven't received the emails thus far, know you can always um, let us know that you didn't get the emails. For, that would be helpful. Always check your spam folders. Sometimes it may be in there. Um, and you can always just go to the website or go to iTunes and look for Celestial Voice Podcast, and uh, you'll find it. Right. So whether whether you get the email or not. So that's a good thing to to remember. Okay. Um, so. Uh, let's just briefly talk about what these <coughs> what these transmissions are. Sorry, <clears throat> got a tickle in my throat. So the transmissions um, are messages that are coming through from Archangel Michael, but there's so much more than that. Their entire, I call them like energy, energy downloads. There's this whole transmission of energy that Archangel Michael is sending to all of us who are participating in them. He says, even through the recordings and um, to the planet at this time. So it's not just coming to those of us who are, who are experiencing this live. It's not just coming to those of us who are experiencing this uh, through the recordings. It's actually something that is an energy transmission, a light activation and light transmission is basically the light activation. Part of it is energy work that he is doing at this time with all of us and the way that he energetically works on us with his with his light that he's transmitting and the way that um, he is working with the planet and activating uh, certain, you know, things within the planet. So uh, that that's, that's part of what's happening. Uh, that's the reason why I call it a light activation and a transmission is so much more than just the messages themselves. So, um, and I'm, I have a process that I use and um, the process is to first never approach without asking questions. So I'm going to kind of do a little bit of a review um, and then um, I'm going to review kind of some of the things that he's been talking about so far in this series and kind of a whole bunch of themes that he's been uh, speaking of, which again, you don't have to have listened to any of them in order to still get some timeless wisdom that he imparts in every single one of these uh, experiences as well as the light transmission, right? The light activation that he's doing. So, um, but before I do that, I have just a, uh, two or three uh, quick announcements um, that I want to make because sometimes if I wait to the end, the announcements, it's too late uh, or um, or I am a little bit spacey sometimes after the, the, the trance state because I'm, I'm a trance medium and I'll be going into a, a deep meditative uh, trance state in order for be able to bring through the vocal part of the transmission. So there's the vocal message part of the transmission that will be coming through using my voice while I'm in that meditative trance state. Um, and sometimes when I'm coming out of that trance state, I, I sometimes forget. So, and there's a few important things regarding the series that I wanted to announce also. Um, the, and, and it actually ties into one of my questions. Um, uh, it's the next month um, is the only month that I'm planning on doing this, right? So was it something that even wasn't even in my plans? It's just something that I feel like I have to do. I'm going to need to reschedule the global transmission. Um, and I've asked Archangel Michael, meditated on this, prayed about it, etc., as to when the best date to reschedule would be, um, due to the fact that my husband is having eye surgery on June the 20th. So the June 20th transmission is actually going to take place on June 22nd. Um, the intuitive message that I got back from him when I prayed about it, asked about it, you know, when it became evident that there was no way I could avoid, uh, because it was the only time that works with my husband's eye doctor and my husband's schedule. Um, and I need to be able to be there um, with him for that. So um, 
The only time that uh, I, that Archangel Michael indicated was another good time to move it to is June 22nd. It felt to me and, and, and came across intuitively to me that he wants it to be in that three-day window of the summer solstice, and I can't do it on the day of the summer solstice either. So um, there's something obviously kind of like, I feel like there's something building, like some big energy conjunction or something building, because there's just so much that's starting to happen for that week and come together on that week. And usually when that happens, there's some kind of big energy building up. Uh, and it's the summer solstice, which is the peak light, right? It's our, our time of peak light. So this is next month, right? So next month in our series, um, so I'm just making the announcement now that it's going to be on June the 22nd instead of on June the 20th. And I'll send out email reminders to everybody about that too but just so you know so you can plan ahead those of you who are following every month and participating every month just mark your calendars for June 22nd instead of June 20th next month and this is the only month I'm planning on doing this with and it just felt like it was like beyond my control in some ways um, so he wants it to be in the three-day window so the solstice is on the 21st so the but what we're in a like a three-day period where the Sun appears to stand still so the solstice means Sun stands still um, and the day before, the day of, and the day after the solstice as to when that three-day period is. So the 22nd will still be in that three-day period um, of the of the of the solstice, right? So that summer solstice on the 21st, so the June will be the day after, right? So we'll do it then um, at our normal time of 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. Also, I've been saying that I didn't do a study group this month. I'm sorry, this year. That went along month to month with the re with the recordings, right, with the messages and the transmissions. Um, so I'm going to do a workshop, and um, I'm going to do that workshop either at the end of June or the beginning of July. Uh, and I will send out emails once that's ready. Um, and we will work with studying. Uh, it'll be like um, a, a, a probably a two and a half to three hour Zoom workshop, um, and we'll include breaks and things like that. And I'm going to try to work out a way to maybe even include like a breakout study group kind of uh, experience for everybody in that um, and we'll study the messages that have come through thus far in the series right um, we won't have a time to read through every single one of them word for word but um, I'll basically some be highlighting some things that are important uh, for I think to really study and kind of go over and really like reflect on deeply um, and so that'll be the Archangel Michael study group workshop it'll be at the end of June or beginning of July I wish I had a date right now but there's still so many things kind of in flux with um, my husband fell and broke his t big toe uh, just recently and then he's having this um, eye surgery so again there's some, some scheduling things that are still in flux but um, something happening sooner that I want to invite you all to and it's the last of my um, the last of my announcements for now um, uh, is next Thursday. Um, so next Thursday, I want to invite you all to participate um, in a free uh, Zoom webinar. So just like we're having right now, um, and it's the title of it is Archangel Michael and His Historical Appearances in Mystical France, um, and it's going to be a lecture. So I'm gonna, we're going to be Philip and I both are going to be on. 
And we're going to be talking about um, Archangel Michael's special relationship with the country France and um, also some very special, unique experiences that have happened there with him. And we're also going to be talking about Archangel Michael um, and some of the sacred sites associated with Archangel Michael in France, including Mont Saint-Michel, which we're leading a retreat to. And it's also going to be um, a, a, a brief travel log. There'll be some uh, video, visual kind of presentations as well that we're going to do on our upcoming retreat to mystical France but you don't have to be participating in the retreat or planning on attending the retreat or anything like that to appreciate the lecture um, and at least you get to learn about the retreat in case you're you are interested in that um, and it'll close with a guided meditation that I'll do just something simple for invoking Archangel Michael for protection and things along that line so um, please it'll it'll I'll be in, emailing out the invitation this weekend actually so be looking in your inboxes for that so please feel free to to join us just learn something that isn't like oftentimes talked about or written about uh, pertaining to Archangel Michael in certain places on the earth that he has these uh, interesting uh, special connections to and particularly we're not covering all the earth right now we, we will be talking a little bit about the Michael line but we're actually going to be doing another um, zoom webinar free for the general public no obligation whatsoever to attend the retreat um, but but uh, we're also going to be doing another one on uh, where we'll go much deeply into the Michael line, what this energetic uh, ley line is associated with Archangel Michael and that he works with with his energy. So we'll be doing another one on that, but we'll talk briefly about that as well um, uh, in this one that is related to Archangel Michael and his historical appearances uh, in mystical France. We'll talk about Joan of Arc and some other interesting, some very interesting, very interesting things. So you're all invited to that and um, I'll send out the email invitation where you can um, sign up for that and get the get the, the login information okay so that's all of the announcements for today so let's dive into the questions because like I said there's a process and I think that Michael said never to approach him without or, or actually any of the angels have said not not to approach them and to use this use this process without questions and it could be broad questions and in, and in a private session it's your questions right so if it's a private one-on-one -on -one session it's your questions that are being asked but for these group global transmissions I ask the questions on our behalf right um, and I meditate beforehand on what might be some interesting things to ask but also just kind of sudden spontaneously anything that can, that, that, that comes to me um, so He's been speaking about, Archangel Michael has been speaking about the virtues for several, many months now, um, many transmissions, not every transmission, but many of these global transmissions, he is, refers to um, uh, the virtues and begin, been giving some really unique uh, teachings on the subject. Um, so I would like to give him the opportunity to continue that if he'd like and ask him if there's anything else that he would like to say on the subject of the virtues, if there's a new virtue that he would like to speak about um, or uh, if he would like to speak more about one that he's already one or two or more that he's already spoken about for example um, last month on our April 20th transmission when I was traveling um, and I was in my hotel room um, he was speaking about the virtue of temperance and the virtue of acceptance and how those two virtues really must be worked with hand in hand and he was explaining why um, but it seemed to me at least that's the feeling that I got that um, there was a lot more that he had to say about that <laughs> um, it seems like he just was like kind of scratching 
scratching the surface, so to speak, of these like two really powerful virtues, temperance and um, acceptance. So I would like to ask him if there's anything further that he would like to say about that right now. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he doesn't follow up on it at all. Sometimes he'll go into more length about it. Like, um, you know, several, I think it was last year's series, uh, several times he spoke on the subject of practicing the sacred pause. And uh, those are all up on all of last year's uh, transmissions are also up on the Celestial Voice podcast. So you can listen to all of those too, the very, very profound practice of practicing the sacred pause and several different other uh, virtues that he spoke about. So sometimes he'll speak about them, you know, certain things repeatedly, right? So, and there's certain themes that he'll like to speak about and things that he likes to say and repeat because he's trying to emphasize them. And there's things that he feels it's just really important for us to understand or for us to get. Um, so uh, that said, he's also recently in this series, um, I've heard them in private sessions before, and I've heard like maybe just mentions here and there in the global transmissions, uh, Archangel Michael speak about the subject of the, the universal laws. Um, I know most of it from most of the things I've heard have been in private sessions when they've spoken about the universal laws, but it's of great interest uh, to a lot of people. It's a great interest to me. Um, I literally have had people uh, you know, asking me over the years about the universal laws and could the angels share more or could I share more about them? Um, in fact, just recently, uh, one of you were signed up for the study group, uh, had, had emailed me and asked if I had a list of the ones that the angels have spoken about. And the answer is I don't, I apologize. I don't have a, a list of, um, all, even all of the, um, the virtues yet, right? Because we're still in the process of, of getting them all, all 44 of them. He says there's going to be 44 of them. I think we're up to about 25 now. Um, and uh, I don't have a, a, a compiled list of the ones that the angels have talked about. Um, but I'm working on all of that and I'm making some progress on all of that. Um, and there's more, um, there's so much more uh, that I would like to you know, hear more about. And I know that more people would like to hear about regarding the universal laws. Um, for example, last time he spoke about the law of attraction and he gave some teachings about that when he was describing the push and the pull that we feel um, regarding our call of destiny, which is his other theme uh, that he has been speaking on in this particular series. So I'd like to give, ask him if there's anything further he would like to say and invite him to say more about the universal laws if he would like. Um, and then if, if, invite him if he'd like to speak more about um, the uh, the, sub, the the other theme of like the the answering the call of destiny because his theme that he said for all of us from the spring equinox of this year through all the way through the spring equinox of next year right so from like an entire year not just spring to fall right an entire year he said this would be a year of amplified destiny like an amplification uh, towards uh, what we each are individually called to in our um, individual purpose and, and destiny and also in our collective one, right? Um, so it uh, feels like a pretty big year. Uh, th th this, this topic of amplified destiny uh, feels really big. And I would like to know, you know, as we're moving into, because it, it's always helpful to understand if there's anything that is coming up in energetically like are there any like cosmological events other than the solstices and the equinox obviously but is there anything coming up energetically that he wants to point our attention to or that he wants to draw our attention to or that he'd like to speak about 
you know, as to what, what makes this a year of amplified destiny. If he wants to explain even more about what that means, he's given some explanation about it already, but if he would like to explain even more about what that means or what we should be doing, um, you know, if, if there's something that we need to be doing, perhaps, uh, I always like to ask if there's any spiritual practices that we need to be doing. And of course, the spiritual practices he seems to be talking about a lot is practicing the virtues, like living them, speaking from them, you know, really, uh, you know, trying to live a, a more, you know, virtuous life. And then, of course, he he encouraged us all to choose in this series thus far. He chose, he encouraged us to choose one or more, but at least one, you know, to choose one virtue and work to amplify that. So that was the spiritual practice. Like so far when I've asked the question, is there a practice or something that he wants us to do during this period of amplified destiny? That is it. Like that's the thing that he's been, he's been speaking about this year is, is, is to pick a virtue or two. For me, I picked two. Um, one that I chose and one that I felt like I was intuitively being guided uh, to choose um, and to then amplify that, right? To, to be like focusing on it and um, you, you know, using it more in our daily lives, using it more in, in, in looking at our, our ways, meditating on the ways that we might be able to expand upon it, etc. Even learning about it, etc. Right? So anything that that means to us as far as expanding that. So um, I am very interested in that subject as well. So um, if you would like to say anything further about that, um, and then I would like to, again, if there's anything additional that we need to be doing, any kind of additional spiritual practice, you know, other than what he's, you know, told us thus far, I think the, the, the teachings that he gave last year on the subject of uh, practicing the sacred pause, they seem like always, right? Like not just for like the energies of last year, but the unique energies every year, like every year, every season, every day has its own unique energies. And um, there's a lot shifting and changes. Uh, in fact, there's been this um, profound like shift of the ages that's happening on this big grand scale. And I'm always open to hearing more from him about that. If he'd like to speak more about that, uh, if there's any new updates that he wants to give on the, the shift of the ages, sometimes he waits for this equinoxes and the solstice to give those kind of updates, but it, it never hurts to ask, right? I just put all these questions out there just like we would do if you were to have a private session, it would be your questions though, but we just put all the questions out there um, and then we just surrender it, right? Like we, we, we just let him pick and choose or maybe go an entirely different direction because it's also possible that he'll uh, not speak on any of these themes and he'll choose to go in an entirely different direction uh, if there's something else that he feels it's important. So, And so part of the prayer that we'll be praying in our invocation tonight uh, will also be to give him permission, right, for all of us to just give him permission let him know that you know he, he he freely has our permission to speak to us about anything that he feels is for our highest good right and um that's what the angels are right they're 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 beings who are always looking out for our highest good who are looking out for the highest good of humanity who are looking out for the highest good of the earth who are looking out for the highest good of all um and they're beings of pure love they're beings of pure light and so they're only going to speak to us um, about that. It's also a good way for us to unite our light in this prayer, right? It's like you know, there's a there's a there's a light within all of us. The angels like to speak about it a lot. Um, there was a profound experience with Metatron last month, and in in, in when I was in the Washington D.C. metro area, and had a group event um, with Archangel Metatron, where he was speaking about just this beautiful, incredible light that we have. Um, and this is an opportunity to come together 
unite our light uh, together. Um, no matter where we are in the world, uh, we can we can project our light out, project our energy out, uh, and unite that, and unite with Archangel Michael's energy uh, to bring in this beautiful light, to bring in this beautiful transmission, to help with like further, you know, whatever our particular uh, in internal questions or intentions may be, even though you're not getting a chance to verbalize or ask personal ones. There's a lot of times that people uh, comment and they write me or they write in the comment section or something, you know, how they feel like he was speaking directly to, the, to them um, and they feel his presence with them. So the more that you participate, uh, you can have a more direct experience instead of just listening to me um, participate. And this is what the guidance is. Uh, the guidance is not to just be an observer, not to just be a listener, but to actually participate in the whole process. And the process is put the questions out there, so that's what I've done. Those are all my questions. Um, and then, uh, of course, anything that he feels is for our highest good to hear, right? So that's also a question also is that we're putting out there and that we're saying we're, we're, we're open to. Um, and then we're going to go through this formal process that the angels gave me. And, I, and when I'm doing the group sessions, I do it very formally. Um, when I do private sessions, I still go through the process. I just, just alter it slightly and do it slightly different. But uh, I do the, the process that the angels gave me very formally when I do these, these, these global transmissions and these group channeling sessions. So the process is um, five things, um, actually it's four things, sorry, four things done in five steps. Um, and so it's um, it's praising, asking, thanking. So praising, asking, thanking, receiving. Those are the four things. And then it, then the fifth step is going back to praise again. Uh, so think of it in a circle. I always like to remind people to think of it as a circle. Praising, asking, thanking, receiving, and back to praise again. So we're going around like we're going around a circle. We're going around a you know a, the, the the a clock, right? So like that uh, as far as the process is concerned. So the praise chant is a chant that Archangel Michael gave me. They gave me this process years ago. They said um, years and years ago. <laughs> Been doing this work for a very long time. Um, and they said that it would always work to continue to use it. Um, it would always work. And so I continue to use it until they give me something otherwise or they'll, they tell me otherwise, etc. Uh, for making these communications possible and for making the connection possible. So um, including the praise chant, it also is something that was given to me for this process. Um, and it changes depending upon which archangel uh, we're, we're trying to um, invoke. But the praise is not just uh, an archangel praise chant. It's actually uh, praising the, the divine and then um, the uh, archangel that is an emissary for that divine and invocation of that through the praise chant as well as through the, 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 the rest of the steps so that will take you through the process, right? So the asking especially, uh, there's going to be invocation in that. All right, um, and so I just wanted to um, tell everybody that we're going to go ahead and get started in that. So if you need to get yourselves comfortable, you can go ahead and do that. So I'm going to take a sip of water to make myself comfortable because we're going to go into the, the process. And I'll tell everybody what the praise chant is. If you've been participating, you've already done it before. Um, if you're new, no worries. You could just pick it up as we go along. So I'm just going to have a drink of water and then we'll get started. All right, so go ahead and make yourselves comfortable. I'm gonna have you close your eyes. We're gonna do the praise chant of 
Mikael, 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 which is a pronunciation of Archangel Michael's name. And we're not just invoking Archangel Michael with it. We're actually, we're actually calling upon El as an ancient Hebrew name for God. And that is also in this, in this sacred name. And then we're going to do Adonai, Elohim, also ancient Hebrew names for God. Adonai Eloheinu, another ancient Hebrew name for God. And then Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. So the whole chant is Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. And I'll begin to sing it. And you can please participate and follow along with me by closing your eyes. And again, you're all muted, so you can just sing it out loud with me if you feel like it, or silently with me if you feel like it. <clears throat> First, let's begin with a couple long, slow, deep breaths in order to center ourselves. Adonai Elohim, Adonai 
Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. Deep inhale and exhale. And now we're going to move from the praising into the asking. So please continue to join in with me and participate. So now silently, in whatever way feels right to you, the first step of the asking is to silently call upon the presence of divine love and divine light. And then let's all silently ask to be protected and connected by divine love and divine light. And let's ask and even visualize our light connecting, our energy and our light extending out and connecting together in a circle of light amplifying that light and connecting that light in a circle of protection and a circle of blessings and connecting our light to also send blessings to all beings And connecting our light to that very special sacred being that we are invoking tonight, Archangel Michael. And silently, by name, as for Archangel Michael, to come and to enter our circle of light, connect with us personally, connect with our circle. Connect with all of us, no matter where we are in time and no matter where we are in space. And as for Archangel Michael to bring through his light activation and his light transmission to all of us and to all of humanity and to the earth at this time. Ask Archangel Michael to hear the questions and concerns that I've put out there and to give any answers or responses to any of these things. And then silently let's give him permission to speak freely about anything and everything that he feels is for our highest good and to transmit any and all energy and light to all of us and for all of us that is for the highest good of all
And we're going to move into the thanking. So the next part of the prayer is I want first to have us all silently send out a prayer of gratitude to Archangel Michael, thanking him for all of who he is, all of what he does, known and unknown to us, all that he does in our lives as he works with all of humanity, and all that he does for all beings as he works with all upon the earth. Just sending out our gratitude, sending out our thanks, a silent prayer of gratitude for the Archangel Michael. Then our next prayer of gratitude in whatever way it feels right to you again is to send out a silent prayer of gratitude directly to the divine for any and all blessings in your life so you can make it personal if you'd like and send out a silent prayer of gratitude for the blessings in your life but we also want to include something that's universal for all of us and make sure that we are just offering gratitude for the blessing of life itself just for all of the blessings of life and the blessings in life make that personal in whatever way you'd like just take a moment to offer that silent prayer of gratitude now. And now we're going to go from the thanking into the receiving. So I want you to just relax now even more. Take some long, slow, deep breaths and relax into a quiet, meditative, listening state. And allow yourself to just maintain a silent, listening state all throughout the message transmission. And be open to receiving in all light and energy that he's transmitting to you and to the earth. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation until the next words will be the vocal part of the transmission coming through. There are so many subjects and so many topics 
that I could cover and that I wish to speak on, but all in good time, as there is a timing for everything. There is a sacred time, a natural time, that is connected to your spirits and that your bodies are aligned to. And that is part of the reason why I've chosen to bring through these messages, these transmissions, on and around the time of the changing of the signs of the zodiac. Because there's energetic shifts that take place for all of you, whether you feel them or not, whether you realize them or not. There are so many energies coming at a very fast rate right now. In previous messages, yes, I have spoken about the shift of the ages and this year of Amplified Destiny will be a year that historically will be connected to a time period when things began and major leaps and transformations and changes began. A time period where greater shifts that lead to even bigger shifts that lead to even bigger shifts take place. It is easier for all of you to see the more obvious ones. For example, the shift that I was referring to as the great shift of 2020. The great shift of 2020 is something that all of you can look at worldwide and point to and say, yes, something obvious happened and took place that changed everything and everyone in a deeply impactful way. Some more than others, but it was a trajectory shift, a very needed trajectory shift that is still rippling out and will continue to ripple out. This year is a destiny shift. While humanity indeed needed a trajectory shift that continues to ripple out and infect all areas of your life, whether it's known to you or not, whether it's visible to you or not, Nothing is the same and nothing will ever be the same. No one and nothing is ever the same. Especially after highly transformational experiences. And it is I, the Archangel Michael, that sees this, knows this, has this bigger perspective, bigger even than all of the other angels. I 
see the whole of it, the entirety of it, more than any of the other archangels, more than any of your guardian angels. And I have been asked to play an important role in it. And I am performing a service this year. And help you to work with all of the energies, yes, that are coming in to amplify the ongoing shifts, the ongoing shift of the ages, the ongoing trajectory shift that 2012 has brought. And now, this destiny, this shift that is taking place that is quickening, quickening the evolutionary journey. I have spoken about the great quickening or what I simply refer to as the quickening many times for many years through this channel. Many years. As an ongoing process of acceleration that none of you have to do anything to make it happen. It is simply happening. What you have to do is align yourselves so that you can move with it and flow with it. And that's what aligning with sacred times helps you to do. And it's definitely what aligning with spiritual practices helps you to do. Increasingly though, increasingly your man-made systems your man-made systems of so many things. Your man-made systems for farming, your man-made systems for timekeeping, your man-made systems for calendar systems, your man-made systems for computing and automation, your man-made systems and where all of that is leading is getting even more widespread, even stronger and more dominant amongst the way that you organize your lives and live your lives, the ways in which you do things and organize things and structure things. And while it is important for a certain kind of advancement to take place, a certain kind of advancement that, yes, humanity needs. It is also equally important that everything else be integrated with it. That all that is of the natural systems and the natural order also be integrated with it. The natural systems and the natural order do not need to dictate or dominate over your man-made systems and your man-made systems do not need to dictate or dominate over the natural systems. And this is a pivotal turning point in the choices and the decisions that you're all making about that in your lives, in your nations, in your companies, in your alliances, in your allegiances, 
in your world for your race and for your species and for all races and all species. The ripple effect goes that far. The ripple effect into all that you're choosing, it ripples out into all species on the planet. The natural systems, the natural orders, they are aligned, as I said, with your spirit, with your soul, with your authentic way of being and source of being. They are also aligned with your bodies, your biorhythms, your biostructures, your bioorganism that you refer to as your body. And so even for the health of your body, mind, and emotions, the natural order and the natural systems must be kept in balance and you must align with them and move with them and be as aware of them as you are everything else and the man-made world and the man-made systems that are growing so strongly. I will not speak much about this, but I will reference it. It's a much larger topic and something that there can only be certain levels of understanding about right now. But there are two places, one known as Atlantis, one known as Lemuria, in ancient legend and lore, and in ancient history. One, let the natural order, the natural systems dominate. and attempted to suppress or repress or minimize the other. The other, the Atlanteans chose to allow the man-made systems to dominate. over the natural systems and to not only take precedence but to weaken and diminish, suppress and oppress and set a whole other entrainment pattern. The reason why I even bring it up it's not because of what happened then. 
is because that collective destiny, it is still playing itself out. It is playing itself out now. It's here now. That collective destiny. The time that many refer to as the time of Atlantis rising, Lemuria rising, the time of Atlantis return, Lemuria return. It's the time of the quickening. Regardless of what you call it and regardless of what reference points you use, even if you use none of these terminologies, it's happening. Whether you're aware of it or not. And this time period from the spring equinox of this year in your calendar system to the spring equinox of next year. In this period of amplified destiny is a period where many, many choices are being made. And you all must choose ultimately in your own hearts. To yes, amplify the virtues. And to keep them in balance. The universal law of balance. For you see, no matter how far humanity may go in creating man-made systems and structures and timekeeping systems and calendar systems and man-made everything trying to replace that which doesn't ultimately need to be replaced. It just needs for there to be integration. No matter how far humankind goes, the universal laws will still be in place. And the universal laws will still make sure that the balance is restored. The presence of the universal law of balance does not mean that nothing gets out of balance. There is a word in your medical system. The word is called homeostasis. It refers to a natural function within your body that is literally a knowledge, a knowing that your body has, an ability and a power that your body has. to bring itself into balance. It's key to the healing process. It's key to the aging process. It's key to many, many processes 
that enable you to live. That's how important it is. To live in this material world where everything is under constant flux and constant change. And to go through the constant flux and changes that are always going on in your body. Your homeostasis is incredibly powerful and very sacred. It's sacred because it's a physical manifestation in you that's connected to the universal law of balance. Because no matter what something might shift or change in your day to day, the homeostasis will work to balance that out and balance that change with everything else. Adapt in whatever way it needs to be adapted. It's really quite a miraculous thing if you truly think about it. But the reason why I bring it up is not just for your own physical well-being and to know that the more that you balance with the natural order of things that your it benefits your homeostasis. But to also point out its connection about the universal law of balance. And that it's not your body that has homeostasis. Only, exclusively, it's not. It's not just your body. Your mind has its own homeostasis. Your emotions, think of them as if they are different kinds of bodies. Because they also are energetic in nature, just like your physical body is energy and nothing but energy. And the more you understand that energy, the more you will be able to integrate everything that I'm saying here today. But knowing that everything is energy. And so in the way that your physical body is energy, you can think of your mind as like its own energy body and the emotions as its own energy body that in those energy bodies is also a homeostasis. For example, when your minds experience a trauma and your emotions experience a trauma, it may have an energetic impact that ripples over time, yes, but immediately there is a homeostasis of the mind, a homeostasis of your emotional self, of your emotional body that begins to kick in to allow you to begin to find your way, to find your balance, to find the way forward with whatever that experience is, with whatever that trauma or that grief or that pain or that sorrow may be. Without that homeostasis of your mind, without that homeostasis of your emotions, you would not be able to go through the difficulties of life and be able to still function without it. And it is directly associated with the law of balance, the universal law of balance is connected directly to it. 
And that homeostasis doesn't just exist in your body and your mind and your emotions. It's there for your spirit as well. And it's so much more profound, actually. So much more profound. I would literally need to speak volumes. Volumes. I could do not. In order to help you to understand how the spirit and your soul are intricately interconnected with the universal laws. And the universal law of balance and the homeostasis that it is creating and how it's connected to spiritual laws that transcend anything and everything in this known universe. Spiritual laws that are spiritual laws in all of creation for all of creation everywhere. But as long as your spirit is incarnated here in this material universe, and all of the 12 dimensions of this material universe, the universal law is always going to be something that is at play, for lack of a better word. and the law of balance being one of them. Homeostasis helps you to understand the universal law of balance. Because like I said, it doesn't mean its presence does not mean that nothing gets out of balance. However, its presence does mean that nothing goes beyond the point where it cannot be rebalanced. Nothing gets so far out of balance that it can't be rebalanced. The presence of the universal law means that. When it comes to the homeostasis in your bodies, your minds, your emotions, it's hard for you to believe that this exists on the universal level the way that I'm describing because it does feel as if there's a point where it can no longer work. For example, all physical bodies are born and all physical bodies will die. But there is no death for the soul and the spirit. And the energy, it will continue to be balanced. The homeostasis of the spirit, the homeostasis of the soul will continue always. And the law of balance will ensure that the next experience, because you are eternal souls, balances out with everything that was just experienced. 
and the next and the next and the next. Because this lifetime is but one experience in your soul's journey. And everything in this lifetime is but one experience in the experience of balance. There are certain things that happen in this lifetime where the law of balance is directly happening and you're not aware of it because you don't know what was on the other side that the experience you're having in this life is balancing out. Unless you know your soul's story. Which most of you don't. Or unless you've reached a level of soul realization and integration. Or you have that greater vision and that awareness, which most of you don't. It is difficult at times to see how... An experience you're having, whether it's a great experience, a good experience, a blessing experience, or a challenge, or a difficulty, or an obstacle, how it may be part of some universal law of balance that is playing itself out in your soul's journey. Which is where the virtue of faith comes in. having faith in the higher power, the divine love, the divine will that's created all of the universal laws as an act of love. That is certain, absolutely certain. If there's anything that I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you that all of the universal laws and everything that they do and everything that they bring, known and unknown to you in your daily lives, they're created as acts of love. They're created for the purpose and the cause of love. And love requires balance. Absolutely. Each one of them ultimately protects love, preserves love. Is not just created because of love and for love. But they protect that the most loving things will ultimately come about ultimately you just forget that each given moment each given lifetime can sometimes be just a tiny part of that journey and that story for your soul
I am not saying that in any way, shape, or form that the universal laws give any of you permission to do hurtful or harmful things to yourselves or to others. Absolutely not. There is warped and twisted ways of working with some of the spiritual teachings and understandings and ways that people use spiritual teachings and understandings to practice spiritual bypassing without going into the depth, the depth of it all. In fact, if anything, all the universal laws work together. They are fully synergized. They are like you all, like every single one of you, they are individual and yet indivisible, like everything else in creation. They are individual and unique and play completely individualized, unique roles in creation, and they are indivisible. They are interconnected. They are synergized and synthesized, harmonized, and work together as one. So, if you take the existence of anything and use it to hurt or harm mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, materially, anyone or anything else including yourselves, the universal laws, they don't stop that from happening, but they ensure that the balance will be restored. And the universal law of karma will ensure that the lessons will be learned and that whatever needs to be completed will be completed. That whatever needs to happen in order for everything to be aligned in right relationship will happen and will take place. It's just time that continues to be something that keeps you from seeing it always. And also your concepts of time and the ways that you think of it, which so many of you are caught up in the man-made ideologies of. Man-made timekeeping systems dominating your consciousness.
and your concepts thus of time and what it is and adding to the illusion of linear time. I almost laugh at the thought of linear time. Because even though you're experiencing moving through space in that way, and your man-made systems of timekeeping bringing you that experience even more. It's not the way that it really is. They are intertwined, they are interconnected. They're not separate, past, present, future. They all exist simultaneously in the now. Not in any linear way. Where you exist. Now, now, and now. Where you always exist. And where you will always exist. In the now. Now, now, and now. So not only is it important for you to balance, balance your awareness of man-made systems and man-made structures that are growing even more dominant with natural systems. It's important to balance yourself by coming into the now. I've given many teachings on the subject in months past, years past. The subject of the living now, the eternal now. Even when I gave the teachings that I gave on the subject of the sacred pause, that practice is something that I highly encourage always as a regular practice in your daily lives and your relationships with each other. It's about coming fully into the present and being fully present, which then enables you to enter into the now. But the present is not the same as the now. Past, present, future are all experiences of time. Time exists in the now, intertwined, interconnected, all synergized. You exist in the now. And you have those moments in meditation. So it is becoming increasingly more important, not less important as your world quickens and technological advancements that are going to be happening are going to rapidly begin to quicken things even more.
is going to actually get quite dramatic. Much faster. As to how much that quickening on the technological level is going to be happening. And all I can say is soon. Sooner than most thought, sooner than most anticipated because of many things that are, yes, coming to a conjunction, that are coming together. Many things in the realm of science and technology that are coming together that are going to be allowing for major advancements and breakthroughs to start happening. And shifts that, again, will take some time, yes, but it's going to start happening faster now. And so meditation becomes more important than ever as the quickening advances. As your lives get busier, as the world feels like, it feels like it's becoming more chaotic in some ways. Ultimately, it's not the balance and the law of balance is in place. And what chaos is there is well within the universal homeostasis and the planetary homeostasis and the homeostasis for humankind. You must trust that and not be afraid, but you must not just rely on that and rely on that only and not align with the universal laws. Because when you align with the universal laws and you align yourself with natural order and natural systems and natural time in balance with everything else that is happening, then you can move with it and thrive as individuals, as families, as communities, nations, and as a species, and still have other species thrive and have the world thrive. And your species thriving does not mean that others cannot. Your species reaching and fulfilling its destiny in a way that truly allows you to thrive does not exclude the thriving of others. It includes the thriving of others. And you must always use the virtue of hope. And you must always use the virtue of persistence. And so many other virtues that, yes, I have already spoken about. To make that possible in your life and in this world. Because everything that you do, everything that you say, everything that you think, every act and deed that you perform, it has a ripple effect into the whole. 
You are all co-creating. You are all co-creators in this reality. You are all co-creators in this destiny that has played out and that is playing out. You may think that things that you do have no meaning or no purpose, but that is absolutely not true. You may think that what other people say or do are more important than what you say or think or do, and that is just not true. Every thought, every word, every action, every deed is energy. And it's not just energy that stays inside of you. It's energy that ripples out infinitely, infinitely into the energy fields. The energy fields for humanity, the energy fields of the earth and through creation. It's like if you had a fabric and you had that fabric laid out and you took a part of that fabric and you shook that fabric. It's not going to just affect that piece or part that you shook. It would shift all of it in some way, shape, or form. You would realign or readjust all of it in some way, shape, or form. If you're just laying out on a table and you picked a piece of it and you shook it, shook it hard enough to create a ripple, would only that piece of fabric, where you picked it up, be moved or shifted or changed? No. You'd be able to see the effect in all of it. The other analogy I can give you is a pond. A pond is small enough to help you to understand this. Throw a pebble in the pond. You'll see a ripple effect. Throw a large stone in a pond and you'll see the ripple effect again, but you'll see that it ripples all the way out. All the way out throughout the entire pond in all directions. And so you may think, my thoughts and my feelings and my words and actions and deeds are, they're not large enough to be like a large stone that makes any kind of significant ripples in the whole, but they are. They are, dear ones, they are. They're so much bigger than you know and then you realize Your light is so much stronger and powerful than you realize.
And yes, you have this collective destiny. And you're each playing your role, not anybody else's, just yours. And it's better to play and do your role and do your part and be who you are than anyone else's. Be who you are. And when it comes to the virtues, yes, you must apply them. Always, always, always. They are divine energies here for co-creation, for you to co-create with in a way that is aligned with all of the universal laws, in a way that is aligned with the divine will because they are the divine energies. And I spoke previously in my previous transmission about the virtue of acceptance and temperance. And I do have a little more to say. I referenced that the law of temperance, the virtue of temperance is, is associated with the law of balance. The virtue of temperance is associated with the law of balance. How the universal laws and the virtues work together is much more complex to describe than, again, I can speak of right now. But I assure you that they do. And I assure you that they are all part of the divine energy and the divine will and divine love. Temperance does mean moderation. Yes. And There's old wisdom that is known about this. The old wisdom that has been taught for millennia, but it needs to be practiced, of practicing moderation in all things. When you practice moderation in all things that you do, and you bring moderation into all things that are energies that you work with, energies that you put around you, that you put into your body, have around your body, that you consume in your body, mind, or emotions, or spirit. Then you can thrive. Moderation 
And what that looks for each looks like for each one of you is different because each one of you may have some things that you need more than others. But moderation. And it's especially important right now as things begin to accelerate even more as these major technological breakthroughs and advancements are going to start speeding things up even more. Sometimes the moderation means pacing yourself. Pacing yourself can actually be a practice of temperance. Sometimes it means giving yourself time for integration and reintegration because you've been going, going, going and doing so many things and so much is happening and occurring. Just going from the next thing to the next thing to the next thing what your modern day culture is set up for and your man-made systems and your man-made monetary systems they're all structured in such a way to have you all operate that way but sometimes the practice of temperance the practice of moderation is to Pace yourself or give yourself time to integrate and reintegrate, allowing it to all assimilate in, into knowledge and wisdom, into practicality, into new ways of thinking and being and operating and functioning. Last year, the subject of integration and reintegration was the theme. Just because I am not speaking about it as much as I was then does not mean that it is not important now. Because there's going to be even more coming. And if you don't properly integrate everything that's going to be coming into your lives, into your operating systems, into your governments, it's going to throw off the balance even more. But that does not have to happen. And I can assure you that homeostasis will bring things back. And the law of universal law of balance of the universe will bring things back. But when? 
it is much easier to do what can be done now for balance and moderation in your lives and in your thinking absolutely temperance applies to thought but it's not about becoming rigid in one's thinking this is why I also said that it needs to be practiced with acceptance Acceptance is universal. It's unconditional. Allowing and opening. And being in a deep place of acceptance of all that is. Combining that with Balance, temperance, moderation. It will keep you from going into any kind of rigidity. And it's extreme opposite of rigidity, which is extremism. Rigidity and extremism. The law of temperance helps helps to heal, renew, restore. The virtue of temperance and the law of balance are so interconnected to each other. It's like the words are interchangeable. But there is the law and there's the virtue. The virtue is the energy and how you use that energy and what you do with that energy, what you do with all energy, taking all energy and working with it in moderation, for example. And the law that everything you're co-creating is being co-created within. That contains and sustains and maintains for everyone. All that is being co-created with the energy. And so many other things that I wish I could describe, but there simply are no words in the English language for them.
or any remaining language on the planet for that matter. There were some indigenous languages long ago that had words for some of these things. So for now, these words will suffice. And more knowing will come through your intuitive knowing and more realization will come through your hearts. Because all that I'm speaking of, it cannot be. It cannot be just practice in your minds. Your heart must lead. Your heart must lead. And by heart, I'm not speaking about emotions. I'm speaking about your spirit, your soul. That guides from within the heart, leads from within the heart. Speaks from within the heart. So take everything that I have just said here today and Apply it to your heart and take everything that's coming down the road. All that's going to be happening very fast and very quick. And don't be afraid. Some of these advancements are absolutely necessary for getting you to be where you need to be for all to thrive all beings the key to whether it will be all beings and truly thriving will be applying the virtues There's no stopping the advancements that are unfolding fast and the convergence of things that is happening now. There's no going backwards. There's no stopping it. It's not meant to be stopped. But like everything else that you co-create, it's meant to be co-created in a virtuous way. And the virtues must be applied. And you all play a role in that. Not just leaders, not just people who are coming forth with these things and are leading the way. You all are co-creators in this reality.
the call of destiny. That calls to your soul, to your spirit, in your heart, through your heart. Is your role as a co-creator. And that's why it's being amplified now. Now, now, and now. And so it shall be. And so it is. That's the end of the message. I'll just take a moment to say a sound prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message. And then we'll complete by coming back to praising just for the end here and the praising here at the end. We're just going to do Adonai. Elohim just by itself just a couple of times just can bring in the process full circle Adonai Elohim Adonai Elohim Adonai Elohim Adonai Elohim and deep inhale and exhale. I know we'll start to slowly bring ourselves up out of the meditation as I'm coming up out of the meditation. I usually like to share some things. I'm just, I don't even know what to say. This is one of those ones where I feel kind of speechless. Um, wow, that's one of the things I can say. Um, there weren't a lot of visuals that went along with what was being said. Um, I'm trying to think if there were any actually um, Definitely seeing like circles within circles and that are spirals that are all interconnected like some sacred geometry type of symbols um, energy flowing Definitely some visuals around the time that he used the analogy of the pond and the ripples in the pond and he used the analogy of the 
fabric, like kind of laying out, like as if I were to like lay out this scarf or something on the table and like really giving it a good shake, you know, picking up the corner and like giving it a good shake. I was getting a visual about that and how it wouldn't just shake that corner. It would like have this effect on the, the whole scarf, right? So I kind of laid it across the table like, and then kind of just having a visual of that. Um, and of course he was using that analogy to describe the impact of all of our thoughts and words and actions and deeds and all of our energy and all of our co-creation, so to speak. So, um, and let's see, I think that was it for the visuals, but when it, actually there's a couple of the visuals I you know I'm thinking about it. Okay. So when he's talking about, um, this convergence of all of these things that are happening simultaneously that are going to be allowing for major, like life changing, world changing, you know, technological advancement coming and he's saying soon, which I don't never know what that means with the angels. What does soon mean? They, 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 it sometimes, I think it means something different than it does to us, but, um, you know, uh, it, it, I did see a few images of, of things. It's like physics and quantum physics and computer technology and um, AI technology and, and all that has to kind of converge for that. And I was seeing astronomy and I was seeing like images and like, you know, space and like what, the way that that, it, it's just like, it's like a convergence of all of these things coming together, I was seeing, um, you know, even some imagery associated with what's called like green technologies, like, you know, solar and it just like every, it was like very, like very fast. Some of it was so fast that uh, there was some imagery that I just, there was no way I could even grasp it. I couldn't even grasp what I was, what I was seeing. Um, sometimes, uh, I've experienced in life where years before something exists, I had like an image of something and, um, I couldn't grasp what it was or what I was seeing either. But then like years later, I'll see that thing and it'll be like, Oh, I actually saw that before it happened to me, uh, recently actually. Um, so yeah, it, 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 it it's possible that the reason why I couldn't grasp some of what I'm seeing is because some of it doesn't even exist yet. So I can't describe to you. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. All right. I'll just stop there because like I said, I'm feeling kind of speechless. I don't know what, what to say other than let it sink in. Right. Just take it to heart. Like he's asking all of us to do. And, um, not be afraid to work with the virtue, you know, to instead of fear, work with the virtues, right? Um, and this beautiful, beautiful teaching that he's giving about homeostasis. Um, never heard him go that into depth or any of them actually in any of the, because I don't just channel Archangel Michael, I channel a lot of angels, guides, guardians, uh, you know, masters, higher beings of all kinds, and um, especially in private sessions. And I've never heard them go into depth about homeostasis and its connection to, you know, using it as an analogy for the universal laws like this. So it's um, super grateful that he did and grateful to all of you, especially those of you who participate live. Thank you so much for doing so because there's 
there's um, ten times many more people that are registered for these transmissions uh, that actually come on live, and there's I, I think they're missing some special special experience. Uh, it's definitely wonderful to receive it through the tra through the recordings, and and thank goodness for that technology for it being there. But thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who comes live. Um, I really greatly appreciate it. Yeah, so now we can put some stuff in the chat if you guys want to um, make a comment or say hi or bye or share anything. Um, Michael says that he was really talking today to me today. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, that's the feeling. I, I also felt that. I also felt like, oh, he's speaking you know, directly to something I needed to hear today. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. The candy, thank you. Very helpful. Made a lot of sense to me. Clarifications of understandings over my lifetime. Love the homeostasis info. Me too. I loved that part. I feel very empowered and protected and tickled. I'm wearing pain. <laughs> it's funny. <clears throat> It's funny that he almost laughed. Um, he definitely kind of snickered a little bit when he talked about linear time, when he said the word linear time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mercedes. I appreciate it. <clears throat> Now's the time for questions, comments. Um, anyone want to say hi or goodbye? Now's the time to do it. <clears throat> Just go ahead and type it into the chat. The chat is working. I liked the definition too. Thank you, Julie. I thank you for pointing that out. The definition of virtue versus laws. And I like how he was interestingly interchanging sometimes. Law of temperance, virtue of temperance. He almost made it seem like it was a, like a slip, but then I think he like said it again. I thought that was interesting and in how there's like this yeah mm -hmm. that definition that he was giving candy i saw a dance veil in the sh in the shaking of a cloth and how a silk veil ripples mm -hmm. how it ripples through the whole thing right like mm -hmm. sarah thank you you're welcome thank you thank you sandy i'm so glad you made it on here yay diana i never want to miss live transmissions thank you very much it was very confusing but enlightening. I I get what you mean. Um, partly it's because of the the large topics, right? Like he's talking on some pretty big levels, some pretty deep topics. Um, yeah, but that's why we sit with it, meditate on it, listen to the recordings. Sometimes it makes more sense and less confusing over time, and we go back and listen to them again. Um, uh, you know, some of these messages are to be listened to again, not just like once or twice, right? Like they may, they'll make more sense over time. Marianne, um, thanks very much. We'll keep filling up my thoughts and prayers. Thank you. I appreciate that. The difference of the now and being present. Thank you. The difference. Oh, now everybody's going too fast for me. Gotta go back up here. Um, Yes, the difference of the now being present. Yeah, I'm actually going to be doing, um, in my book that is going to be published this year, uh, on channel message from Archangel Michael on the subject of keeping the heart open, there's also a lot that he teaches in those, uh, in those messages about the now. So some of that material will be in there. 
Thank you, Michael. Thank you for participating. Uh, Candy says, I'm curious about the metaphor of Atlantis and Lemuria. Yes. Well, I'm always interested in hearing much more about that subject. <laughs> Me too. And then Denise, uh, thank you. Brought a sense of calm, importance of being present. Yes. Bali, so amazed and grateful. Looking forward to adding this virtue info. Yes, me too, Volley. It, it gives us some good content there to fill in. Volley's uh, it's exciting. And then Jamie, beautiful and powerful as always. Thank you, Honor. Thank you, Jamie. And Candy, I enjoy live transmissions too. Yes, there's some unique experience that is special about them. Um, awesomeness, my son and I are just talking today about how AI is affecting the present and future and our questions were answered. It's definitely a part of what he's talking about. That, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. But it's not everything that he's talking about <laughs> when he's talking about some of these things that are kind of all, like I said, it was like kind of all coming together from all these directions. Um, and then he says, uh, and qu oh, quantum computing was one of them too. The, 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 the breakthroughs for allowing quantum, quantum computing, that was also something that I saw and felt uh, was a part of the whole thing that he was talking about. And um, thank you so much, powerful, lots to think about. Yes, thanks Debbie, it's nice, it's nice to see you here. And then I appreciate your work, you're welcome Denise. All right everybody, we'll have a wonderful evening. So to remember, mark your calendars, not June 20th, but June 22nd. Um, we're moving the next one too. So please, uh, you know, please come back and participate live more <laughs> and tell your friends and tell your family and share the messages and share the recordings. Please, please, please. Archangel Michael wants these uh, going far and wide and that's why, uh, that's why we do this. So very pretty necklace. Uh, oh, it's, it's the Sri Yantra. Uh, the, the sacred geometry known as the Sri Yantra. Thank you, Candy. That's pretty. Thank you. Yes, and thank you, Archangel Michael. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, everybody, have a wonderful evening. Blessings. Bye bye. Recording.